helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. Hi, this is Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services, and I want to thank you for joining us in this episode of the Life Transformation Radio Show. Today we have another interesting show lined up for you. Today's show is about breakthrough to blessings, and we'll be using the story of Jacob in Genesis 28 to talk about getting to the blessings that God has in store for you. There are many of you who are listening to this show who has tremendous talent, and God has tremendous and great blessings in store for you, but you just can't seem to break through and reap those blessings. We are going to be examining the the passage in Genesis chapter 28, and we'll be looking at specific things that needs to happen for you to get those blessings. So stay tuned. It's going to be a very interesting show. And with me in studio today, for those of you, this is no surprise to those of you who have been listening to the show for a while, is Melissa Wagot. Welcome, Melissa, and thank you very much for being here with me to ask me those hard questions that helps us to extrapolate from the text the things that uh, are, are are profound and, and that we, we need to get to in order to get the truth from the Word. It's always so great to join you, Michael, and I love asking these questions because I learn so much each and every week getting to pick that brain of yours and examine these stories that many of us are familiar with but maybe have never looked at in this way before. So I'm excited for today's show. Yes, and before we get into today's show, let me remind listeners that we have a conference coming up on the 30th of September this year, and it's at the the Church of God on Carling Avenue, 1820 Carling Avenue. And at that conference, we will be, the conference is the uh, under the heading First Love. And in that conference, we'll be looking at love in, 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 in three different aspects. The first aspect is a healthy self-love, looking at healthy self-love. And I think self-love is very important because there are times when God has blessings in store for us, but because we have low self-esteem and we can't see ourselves as reaping certain things, we don't go after it. And so I think it's, it's very important to come out and hear about how you can get over uh, low self-esteem or whatever emotional wounds that are holding you back and get to that place where you can begin to appropriate the blessings of God into your life. And then the second area will be dealing with romantic love, restoring romantic love. The second part is mainly for couples, but if you're going to be in a relationship one day, uh, you intend to be coming out because this will give you some insight into some of the things you can do to to get the kind of to get the love that you want out of relationships. And then the third part of the conference is also very important because we will be looking at healthy God love, healthy spiritual love. And the topic that we're talking about today uh touches on the need to have that relationship with God to get to that next level. And we're going to be talking more about that as we explore the story of Jacob. But Jacob could not get the blessings until 
he had the right relationship with God. And so we'll be, we'll be looking at restoring God love in the third part of the conference. So coming out, it's at the 30th of September. It's a Saturday. It's at the Church of God on Carling Avenue. And it's from 8.30 a.m. until 12 p.m. The breakfast, a, a continental breakfast, will be served at 8.30. And the, the seminar, the teaching session starts at 9.00. So I look forward to see you at this very important life-changing conference. And so if you want to join us, we encourage you to check out our website at elamcounselingministry.com. Elam is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. Or you can always call us at 613-699-1677. And for those of you who don't know, this conference as well as this radio show is put on by Elam Counseling Services. We are a team of trained um, professional psychotherapists located here in Ottawa that are um, um, available to you if you need for relationship and psychological help. But what's unique about this service is that we do take a biblical perspective. All the psychotherapists on staff are Bible believers, and they do incorporate that into the counseling uh, if the client desires. We also have a sliding scale available for those who may not be able to afford regular counseling fees. And we also are able to provide receipts for most major insurers. So if this is something that you or someone you love feel you feel would benefit from, we encourage you again to check out our website to get more information at elamcounselingministry.com or you can always call us at 613-699-1677. And so today's show, Michael, you talked about we, today's show is all about breakthrough to blessing. So you've sold this really high, right? So people are going to be blessed by this show. And hopefully if they can apply the principles we talk about today, they can reap blessings within their own lives. Absolutely. I think the word of God is still very applicable and and very uh, truthful to today's circumstances if we apply them. And I think this story of Genesis 28 has as as a wealth of information that if we can if we if we explore it and get to what it the significance of some of the things that are mentioned in 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 the story of Jacob and 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 the blessings that he he ended up uh eventually reaping then we can we we can make big breakthroughs in our lives and get the blessing that God has in store for us as well so I'm very excited about this show as well Melissa likewise and so for those of us who have forgotten who Jacob is in the Bible Sunday school may be a bit back in our memories what is this story about earlier you had told me before we started taping that it's a bit about being overcoming disadvantage Absolutely. And so what do you mean by that? Yes, if we go back to the book of Genesis and read through the story of of the relationship between Isaac and Rebekah and the struggles that they went through going to to famine, having to, to, to deal with ungodly kings in which their their lives were jeopardized and then as a couple being faced with the dilemma of Rebecca being barren and not thinking that she would have a child and so this story about Jacob is a very unlikely one to have come about because to begin with, he almost never existed because he had a barren mother. But it's, it, it, it's a story about overcoming because not only did his mother, Rebecca, went on to, to have a child, we are told that she had twins. And so she had Esau and Jacob, twin boys, and the story unfolds about the 
the, the, the drama that happens in that family. And despite the dysfunction that happened in the family between Isaac and Rebecca, there are many things that we can glean from, from this story that will help us in our pursuit of getting the blessings that God has in store for us. And so, remembering back, pulling out the cobwebs from Sunday school times, there was a lot of cultural significance as well around Jacob's birth and Esau's birth and how it lended to their lives. What was happening around especially in this case, the birth order and what that right. pl- how that played Absolutely. out in the story. So if we think about it, it it's, it's a story of, uh, of Jacob being the disadvantaged son in a sense, right? Because here we have Jacob, even though he's a twin, technically if you're a twin to someone, you're born the same day, you know, you have the same birthday, you're both the same age, but no, in this culture, uh, Jacob, just by being a few seconds, being born a few seconds or a few minutes after Esau, he's not entitled to any of the blessings whatsoever. But instead, the firstborn, Esau, is the one who is going to reap the blessing. So this story is really about blessings. It's about firstborn and it's about birthright. And we don't get the, the, the beautiful play on word that is there in the English language. But if 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 you look at the, the words for blessing in in the Hebrew language, it, it's spelled B-R-K-H. That's the word for blessing. The word for firstborn is Bekar, B-E-K-H-O-R, which is very similar. And the word for birthright, which is Bekhora, B-E-K-H-O-R-A. And they sound very similar. And they, they are from the same derivative, the same root in the Hebrew language. And so if you think about it, there is this, there is almost this poetic uh, justice that is playing out in this story. There's this beautiful play and words between blessings, uh, firstborn and birthrights that, that, that is unfolding this drama between us. And we'll talk more a little bit about the drama, but we have a situation happening where out of that Jacob being the dis- the disadvantaged son, not only is he just a few minutes too late in his birth order, but he's also not the dad's favorite because he is the mama's boy. He is the we are told in the story that Jacob is the dweller in tents. He's the one that stay home, and uh, Esau is the, the 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 man's man that is hair is skin and very muscular, and he goes out and he hunts for games and he has all of this prowess and skills that were looked looked on as as being uh, what a man should be like in those days so in a sense he's this disadvantaged young man and but yet he end up uh, getting the blessings the blessings that were Jacob and we'll talk a little bit more about that how unfold but this is a story of overcoming disadvantages the way Jacob overcame those advantages and ended up with the blessings uh, it, it's very very important when we're going to talk about some of what had to happen for him to reap those blessings is there anything else that we see in the story or in research around our birth and significant events that are happening around that time that can impact our life. 
beyond Abs- exiting the womb. Absolutely. So we know that the circumstances that we we that happen around the time of our birth uh, can impact us. Uh, if if our mothers are highly stressed, for example, they, their cortisol cortisol level, the stress hormone cortisol spikes in their blood. And studies that have been done with infants show that infants who are sub newborns who had very stressed mom, they react more with more panic and more distress when they face discomfort. So even with newborns, the studies show that there has been at a, you know, a study that was done at the University of Denver shows that these these infants uh, does exhibit different behave differently to stress than others. And so, in 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 clients that we meet, we we often ask the question when we do genogram, which is the the family line. We often ask what were some of the circumstances that existed around the time of your birth, and I think. In this story, we have we, we have talked about, uh, before about some of the circumstances. The fact that uh, Rebecca was barren, the fact that they they were they were not settled, they they were they were journeying, and they had to go through many different challenges, even to to just for Jacob to be in existence. And so we've painted, I think, a really good picture of the disadvantage Jacob came into the world with. But today's show is all about breakthrough to blessing, right? right? So what is needed then for us to begin this journey from potentially coming from a situation where we're at a disadvantage to getting that breakthrough of blessing in our lives? Uh, The answers that I'm going to give here might be a little bit surprising for some people. But if we look at the story of Jacob, and we talk about it being the story of of uh, someone who were disadvantaged in their family uh, coming out with a blessing. I think one of the things that can be very good for us are adversities that we face in our household. And I know this might sound contradictory to many of the things that we have talked about on other show where we talked about how childhood uh, disadvantage can lead to low self-esteem and, and, and trauma and stuff like that. But the other side of that coin is that when we're faced with disadvantages and challenges, it all it, it also gives us certain strength, certain things that help us to develop certain survival skills and certain ways of dealing with adversities that other people that might not have adversity that adversity may have. So if if we go back to the story, we find that uh, not only was he disadvantaged, but because of it, the schemes that his mother uh, perpetrated on his older brother, there was now this animosity where his older brother Esau wanted to kill him. And it was that level of of dysfunction, when you have a brother that wants to kill you, you know your family is really dysfunction, and and, and a mother that that is deceiving your father. This was what was happening in Jacob's life, but it, it it's that adversity that led to him fleeing from his household out into the place of blessing that God had in store for him. And if he hadn't had those adversities, if he didn't have that brother that disliked him, if he wasn't secondary to his father, Jacob would never have gotten 
to that place where he needed to be. So what I'm saying here is that God often used the adversities to get us the blessings that we need. So you might be in a situation where you're you're saying, you know, I am in this job where I am I am being treated unfairly. Don't let that stop you from aspiring for great things because God could be using that very job to get you to that place that you need to do. So in Jacob's situation, it was necessary for him to move from the people who were keeping him dependent. He was this mama's boy and this mama's boy where his mom was looking out for him and doing things that 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 were 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 immoral and not godly to try to look out for him and to get him the things that God had in store for him. She was playing a role that she didn't have to play. But she thought that if I don't look out for Jacob and if I don't do these dishonest things, these deceiving things to my husband, he's never going to get what you want. But Jacob had to get out of that situation before he could get to his place of blessing. So the blessing that God had in store for him could not be reaped until he left that place of dysfunction. And he needed a really good reason to leave, and that was his brother wanting to that take his, his life. That was his brothers wanted to kill him. That, that, that was the catalyst that propelled him into the, the, the place of blessing that he needed to get to. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Radio Show. Today we are talking about breakthrough to blessing, and we're examining the story of Jacob found in Genesis chapter 28. If you've missed the first half of the show, we encourage you to go to our website and listen to it at elamcounselingministry.com. Elam is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. Or you can call us at 613-699-1677 to get a copy of today's show. So, Michael, in the previous shows, I've gotten to know you over the years. One of the things you often talk about is transitions in life and them being very important and very impactful um, within who do we develop as people and how we view situations. What transitions, if any, do we see in the life of Jacob? Right. So we, if, if we look at Genesis chapter 28, verse 11, we, we read the following words. It says, when he reached, he's fleeing for his life and he has left his home. And it says, Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haram. So he's on his way, he's running. And when he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. And taking one of the stones, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with a top reaching to to heaven. And the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And I think this was the transition point in his life, that certain place, when he came to this certain place place. And often the the place of blessings for us don't feel like place of blessing. There is nothing very spectacular about this place where he's he's tired, he has had a long day journey, and he's weary, and there is no bed to sleep, and he has a stone for a pillow that he puts under his head. But it was that very place, that was the place, the turning point, the place of blessing. So my point here is is that the things that you sometimes overlook 
as the transition point because they are not spectacular and because they are not very pleasant are the very places where where God wants to meet with you, where God wants to give you that breakthrough. It was at this certain place that was the place of discomfort where Jacob, the dweller in tents, is now in this big open space that is uncomfortable and he's not the man of the field, he's the man of the, the, that dwells in tent and he's in this field with wild animals, this open space with wild animals. It was in that place of discomfort that he had this profound experience. So I'm saying this to someone listening today that don't Overlook your place of discomfort. Don't focus too much on that stone, that, that, that stone that's under your head, so that you can dream of, of the greatness and the blessings that God has in store for you. Because that, that, that symbolic stone that, that, that is under, is resting under your head that is making you uncomfortable is the very thing that is needed to get you to, to, to hear what God wants to say to you. And so in the story, we see that, as you say, Jacob is in a place of discomfort. He's literally run to the wilderness. What other things does this wilderness represent to Jacob? And what could it represent for us in our lives today? A place of wilderness, if we, if we t- think about even the story of Jesus, when we are told that Jesus was driven by the Spirit out into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, that was a place where transformation begins. So when we, when we see Jesus moving out into, into the wilderness, being driven of the Spirit, it, it's a place where it's public ministry, where miracles are not going to start place, where blind people are going to be healed, starting to be healed. But it, it, the wilderness itself doesn't seem like that sort of place. It's a place of torment, of temptation, where you're uncomfortable. But it's those very things that is needed for you to transition. Because when you're in your your comfort zone, sometimes it's very easy to become self-dependent. When you're in your comfort zone, you can settle very easy for less than what God has in store for you. When you are in your comfort zone, you sometimes don't have the dreams that you need to have of of what is ahead because all you can think of is the comfort in that place. So the the wilderness represents this place of tra- where transformation begins. And it, it it's it's the wilderness is this place where we confront the deepest aspects of our own being. So if you think about it, when Jesus was in the wilderness, for example, and he started wrestling with this concept of, oh am I, the devil came to him and said, if you are the son of God. And so this, this, this wrestling with the deepest part of our beings, I think Jacob had to go through this. Why am I here? What happened in my family? What did my mom do? How could I have deceived my brother the way that I did? 
Jacob knew that that was wrong. If you look at the conversation that he had with his mom, you see that this young man had some conscience, but he was following the directives of, of his mother in deceiving his father and his brother. So the wilderness can also be this place of self-examination that we need to get to before we can have that breakthrough. Because sometimes when we don't stop to examine, we can be drawn into lies and deception about ourselves, lies and deception of others, and those things will get in the way of the blessings. He could not get to Bethel, that place of the dream that he had, until he had broken free from that dysfunction and had this self-examination there. I'm glad you bring up the dream, Michael, because this is something that we sang about in, in uh, high school, Sunday school, about Jacob's ladder and the dream he had about Jacob's ladder. What does a ladder in this story represent? Yes. Yeah, so first of all, let me say that it's not a ladder. So sorry to blow them here. Everyone's childhood <laughs> dreams busted again. Okay. Sorry to, to disappoint those <sighs> of you who remember singing this song about we are climbing Jacob's ladder, children. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. It's not a ladder. It's it's in those days what is called a ziggurat. A, a ziggurat, Z-I-G-G-U-R-A-T, was a, 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 a kind of ramp. And it, it, the, the ziggurat was a way of getting close to God. This ramp was a part of getting to the temple. And temple, temples in those days were built at the highest point. Where, because people believed that the higher the, the, the temple or the, the place where you build your temple, the closer you are to God. So the ziggurat which we translate ladder in some in some translation or staircase in others was this ramp that people in 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 those times would build to get to God so this ladder uh, in this dream, what God is saying, you know the tradition, Jacob, you know that people need, people who want to get close to God takes this ziggurat, this, this ramp to get to the temple that is built on the highest place. But I am showing you what it takes to, what you really need to get close to God. It, it, it's not in a temple built of hands. It goes all the way to heaven. It's connected to God himself. So so he's he's reforming uh, Jacob's uh, limited perception of what spirituality is or what God is, and say, Jacob, your blessing lies in me. Your blessings are not of this earth. Your blessing lies in the connection that you have with the God above. And so this staircase that goes up to heaven, that this, this ramp that goes up to heaven was God's way of saying, Jacob, your concept of blessing is very limited. The deception, the, the, the focus on the birthright, where you think it is limited to just worldly things, is not all I have in store for you. Your blessing starts with a connection with me. And I think for many of us, as we pursue life's goals and life blessing, it starts figuratively at Bethel, because Jacob had to go through Bethel. This place where he, he he saw this dream of the stairway leading to heaven before he could go on to reap those blessings that God had in store for him. So with the 
the one minute we have left, Michael, what else would you like to share with us about this breakthrough to blessing? Well, I'd like to say that uh, the, the blessings that we have, we need to sometimes reform it and rethink the concepts of blessings. Because when people hear blessings, they often think of, oh, I'm going to drive a fancy car. But some of the most tormented and miserable people in life are people who have those fancy cars and those those material things. So this is why God was showing Jacob that ladder. Because if you have that and you don't have that spiritual dimension, that connection to God, then everything else seems very empty. So I'd like to say that blessings that we're talking about, breakthrough to blessing, also includes a correct perception of what blessing is. And I see that we're quickly out of time today. So I want to, to thank you very much for listening to this this episode of the Life Transformation Radio Show. If you have any questions or comments about this show, if you'd like to hear more about this, this topic, give us a call at 613-699-1677 or go to our website at elmcounselingministry.com. Thank you so much, Michael, for letting me join you today. It's and been a great show. thank you very show. much for those wonderful questions, Melissa. <laughs> and so until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services. And Melissa Waggett. Praying together that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart. 